everyone. My name is Ari and welcome to Made of Metal, a motivational podcast where we tell stories about regular people overcoming insurmountable odds. In today's episode, I'll be telling you all the story about an incredible figure, someone who set the bar for invention and innovation. This individual was not born for the beaten path. Very much to the contrary, they forged an entirely new way for humanity to live. A brilliant mind who lived their own truth, although often rejected and misunderstood by society as a whole. This individual balanced reality, science, and the metaphysical, incorporating all aspects with an understanding into spirituality that was unheard of in that time period. And of course, (laughs) one of my all-time favorite people. And if you've been listening to this season so far, I'm sure you'll notice a theme here. (laughs) So the genius, the eccentric, the ever-ethereal, Nikola Tesla. So let's get right into it. Nikola Tesla was born on July 10th, 1856, in what is now Croatia. Nikola was born to a family of Serbian descent with four other siblings. Nikola's father was an Orthodox priest who longed for Nikola to follow his footsteps into priesthood. Nikola's mother raised the children, as well as had her own electrical engineering projects that helped contribute to improving the quality of life for everyone in the household. It's said that Nikola's mother was the first one to inspire him to pursue his own path into inventing. As Nikola grew up, he was described as having an out-of-this-world imagination and a sense of individual creativity that was beyond just regular passion. With his mother's example set early on, Nikola decided to become an engineer. He started his higher education and attended a series of technical and engineering schools in Germany and Austria, including the Polytechnic Institute, as well as the University of Prague. While going to school in Austria, Nikola was first exposed to a generator called the Graham Dynamo, which, when reversed, could also be used as an electric motor. When Nikola worked with the Graham Dynamo, the idea of alternating current began to blossom and take root in his mind's eye. After attending school, Nikola moved to Budapest to work for the Central Telephone Exchange. In the short time in Nikola's early adulthood, he pursued his interests earnestly. This passion would be an important defining factor as he was about to enter one of the most fierce fights of his life. As he was exploring Budapest, Nikola began work on developing his vision of an induction motor. Predicated on the principle of the rotating magnetic field, this would become the first step for Nikola in utilizing his alternating current design. Now we're about to enter the beginning of a showdown of epic proportions. After leaving Budapest, Nikola traveled to Paris to work for the Continental Edison Company in 1882. In 1883, Nikola created his first working induction motor. Unfortunately, as with most new inventions, it was difficult for Nikola to garner interest. After spending years traveling across Europe searching for support, and with his sights set on success, Nikola decided it was time to expand his horizons. In 1884, Nikola left Europe 
to travel to the United States. Nicola arrived in America with no money and no established identity, but he did carry with him a letter. Nicola carried a letter addressed to Thomas Edison that he had written to introduce himself and his background. Think of it like being bold enough to hand the CEO of your company your resume and cover letter when you arrive for an interview. Confident doesn't really seem to cover it. At this time, Edison was a formidable name in the electrical engineering industry, quickly rising in the ranks to become a household name. Nikola arrived in D.C., met Edison, and was quickly hired. Edison could easily see the untapped genius and incredible brilliance that was Nikola Tesla. For someone like Edison, Nikola's dedication to innovation and improvement were priceless to his business. In comparing the countenance of the two men, Edison was described as more shrewd and business-centric, while Nikola focused on development, living more unconventionally, without care for public opinion. Nikola was an individual who believed in things like aliens, spirituality, the esoteric and abstract. Edison couldn't have been more the opposite. Although the pair initially worked well together, as is the case when two people connect on a common goal, their differing strategies and opinions created a large rift between the two businessmen. Nikola worked hard on improving Edison's inventions, but once Nikola began to assert his own ideas, the pair quickly parted ways. Nikola began to focus his energy on creating his own space and laboratory to build his designs. This proved to be a problematic point for Nikola, as this required him to secure funding for his work. Nikola eventually secured funding for his company called the Tesla Electric Light Company in 1885, just one year after arriving in America. Unfortunately, this is where we first begin to see how Nikola's lack of business acumen works against him. His investors eventually forced Nikola out of the deal, and he had to pick up work as a laborer in order to make ends meet. Thankfully, this was a short transition period for Nikola, as just a couple years later, he would receive additional funding for his Tesla electric company. Why I love Nikola's story is that a lot of people don't know the scope of just how many inventions that Nikola created and contributed to that we still use today. The issue being is that a lot of Nikola's inventions, while he was the actual designer and inventor, were not credited to him. The inventions were credited to others who obtained the patents. Of course, Nikola is well known for his work in alternating current electricity as well as the Tesla coil. Nikola contributed, of course, to studies and designs on the rotating magnetic field as well as wireless, X-ray, and radar technology. Nikola's alternating current-based inventions were the most marketable and most attractive to investors who were looking for a new electric alternative. Yet another huge name in the electrical engineering industry to contact Nikola was George Westinghouse, the current standard for powering America. George Westinghouse was interested in finding a different way to supply energy over a long distance, which would address a serious utility need for many Americans in rural areas. After meeting Nikola and learning more about his innovative alternating current system, George Westinghouse purchased his patents for cash, forming a business partnership with Nikola. 
This partnership created an intense struggle for power, literally, between George Westinghouse, Nikola Tesla, and their competitor, Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison was petitioning for Americans to adopt his direct current system over the alternating current system. Ultimately, it would be Nikola and George who would initially triumph over Thomas, allowing them a showcase for their technology to the world. In 1893, the Westinghouse Corporation was selected to provide the lighting for the World's Columbian Exposition in Chicago, Illinois. Nikola was also able to complete demonstrations of his alternating current system. Nikola's demonstrations were not for the faint of art and had already earned him a reputation. Nikola performed feats such as lighting lamps by using his body as the conductor for electricity. Following on the success and press that was received at the exposition, Nikola went on to complete another immensely important project for the American people. Nikola would design one of the first alternating current hydroelectric power plants in Niagara Falls in 1894. The plant was eventually used to provide power to the entire city of Buffalo, New York. Nikola's use of the alternating current system in the power plant became front-page news across the nation. This was Nikola's dreams coming true, receiving the rightful recognition for his inventions, helping to further solidify his role as a pioneer in electrical engineering. Another one of the especially fascinating inventions that Nikola created was the Tesla coil. The Tesla coil is an inductor that was used to transmit radio signals laying the foundation for wireless technology. Nikola used his Tesla coil to study a number of different concepts, including electromagnetism, wireless power, and fluorescence itself. When word first spread of Nikola's ability to harness wireless power, it was met with widespread skepticism. In order to allay suspicions, Nikola demonstrated this technology in front of a crowd at Madison Square Garden. One thing Nikola did not do was shy away from his truths. In the early 19th century, Nikola lived in Colorado and operated out of a lab in Colorado Springs. This is where many of his controversial and sensational experiments were completed. One such experiment was with Nikola was able to light more than 100 lamps without using a single wire. He'd also discovered that the earth resonated at a certain frequency and was a conductor, allowing electrical waves to move through the very ground. It was also rumored that Nikola reported receiving messages from extraterrestrials in Colorado. Nikola's thirst for knowledge, for creating the next ingenious invention to improve the quality of life for everyone, would lead Nikola to his biggest project yet. In the early 19th century, Nikola began to focus his studies on wider applications for the Tesla coil specifically in leveraging wireless technology for the greater good. How did Nikola intend to do that? By creating a worldwide energy transmission and communication system in order to share information and energy. Ambitious doesn't even begin to sum up a project of this magnitude. Yet, Nikola hasn't let the impossible stop him yet. In 1901, Nikola started this incredible project. In Long Island, New York, Nikola had a lab built to his specifications that included a gigantic power plant and transmission tower. This site became known as Wardenclyffe, and it was one of Nikola's most iconic locations. 
Unfortunately, Nicola was still being haunted by his past rival, Thomas Edison. Through a smear campaign, Edison was able to raise doubts in the validity of Nicola's work and whether his global radio transmission system was even feasible. Nicola was funding his free energy project through a group of investors, the biggest name being the great J.P. Morgan. As Nicola worked on his project, another one of his rivals, Marconi, who was being supported by Thomas Edison and Andrew Carnegie, had created his own radio technology transmission system. All of Nicola's investors pulled out of funding and he was forced to abandon the project. In 1915, Wardenclyffe had fallen into foreclosure, with staff long gone. Nicola was forced to declare bankruptcy just two years later, with the radio transmission tower at Wardenclyffe being dismantled and sold to satisfy his many debts. After this great debacle in public bankruptcy, Nicola suffered a nervous breakdown. He eventually stepped away from his own inventing to work as an advisor to other inventors. In 1917, after being snubbed for a Nobel Prize over Thomas Edison, Nikola received the Edison Medal. This was the highest honor given by the American Institute of Electrical Engineers. During this time, Nikola began to explore the outer reaches of his innovation, much to public dismay. He had moved to New York City and purchased a penthouse where he'd lived until his death. Other residents would often comment on their offbeat neighbor, who appeared to take an avid interest in the care of the city pigeons. Nicola's later invention ideas were described as whimsical at best and dangerous at worst, with one of the more well-known ideas being the death ray. With the death ray, Nicola was questioned by the FBI about the legitimacy of these claims, as they represented a national security risk. Sadly, Nicola's image in the public opinion had suffered tremendously, with him being depicted as a washed-up raving lunatic who lived in conspiracy theories. As such, Nicola was essentially a recluse as he reached old age. He'd also suffered financially for many years, resulting in his ending up quite poor in the later stages of his life. Nikola Tesla died at the age of 86 on January 7, 1943, in his apartment in New York City. When Nikola passed away, the mysteries of his life did not move on with him. Seized from his apartment were many items, including laboratory notes and letters. At his funeral in New York City, thousands arrived to pay their last respects. Many acknowledged the loss of a great mind in science, with Nobel Prize recipients echoing the same sentiments. Nikola Tesla was more than just a genius. He was an individual. Knowing himself freed him from the traditional constraints of social norms, allowing his creativity and excellence to thrive. As always, I love to end on a quote that I feel truly captures the character of the individual. And I love Tesla because of his attitude and his many insightful quotes. And he was also into weird stuff like me. So <laughs> we kind of connected there. <laughs> Let the future tell the truth and evaluate each one according to his work and accomplishments. The present is theirs. The future, for which I have really worked, is mine. You can follow Made of Metal podcast on Instagram and Facebook. That's Made of Metal. M-E-T-T-L-E. 
If you'd like to show your support, please subscribe and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, lovelies, bloom where you are planted.